Gotta collect them all. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand spanking new episode. <laughs> do you not like my new intro? Do you not like the spanking part? I do it every I know, episode. It's, a thing. I, I, it's my 2020 thing. <laughs> um, my name is Ryan A.E. Moore. Joining me, like always, is Ashton. And we have a very special guest, is Cora Laguana. Cora, L- what? <laughs> That's his last name. That's my last name. Cora, Corey Laguana? Correct. Okay. So, like, Iguana with an L. L. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. That's like the American way to say it. I don't even try to pronounce my last name to people because they just, it's over their head. Yeah. Point. It's just, Fair enough. might as well not even, <laughs> exactly. might as well not even. Uh, so, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about collecting stuff. Now, before we get into that, Corey, how do we know each other? How, do, how, how did like you... officially or... Yeah. You don't have to say the exact location, cause, but you could say like the generalized story. Okay. Of how so Ryan and I, we actually worked together at, um, at Target. Uh, this was like three years ago is when I actually worked there, mm-hmm. four years ago. Um, I worked just freight unloading trucks and uh, you know, four o'clock in the morning. The fun hour. The fun hour, yeah. (laughs) The one where nobody's awake but just moving. Yeah. Um, Mm. And then Ryan, I think he worked in cafe. Yeah, I worked in the cafe. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, that's kind of how we we knew each other. We didn't really know each other at that point. Mm. Um, But, you know, I'd just go get some breakfast in the morning and be there. Yeah. Serving up some Just more of the, uh, I see you, I know you, but I don't know you. (laughs) Yet. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I worked there for about two two years. And then then Ryan actually got a job where where I work now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where uh, that's where we are here. Yeah, and then we got to talking about like, hey, well, we started having lunch together, and I was like, you know what? I think there there might be a little bit of some uh, a a topic that we could talk about. Yeah, yeah, a little little bit of a relationship forming here, and so I was like, I think we can hold a conversation. I think Ashton uh, would enjoy having a conversation with you too. So we're gonna be talking about collecting because you you have quite a collection of Funko Pops. Right. Yes. What? How did you get down the path of Funko, the dark <sighs> side the dark of Funko? Side. Um, There's so. a dark side of Funko. Oh, you should listen to how he gets them. It's <laughs> very true. Um, so Funko, I think, came out in I want to say like twenty twenty five years ago, if I'm correct. Um, based out of Everett, Washington, a small you know mom and pop type of shop, mm-hmm. um, the local toy store, and now they're this this big corporation, um, and they make just figures they're they're mainly known for their funko pops um the big the, old eyes the vinyl figures yeah. that have the big old eyes uh for the longest time i told myself i was not really going to collect them because i started seeing what they made mm-hmm. and they make every single thing under the sun so i told myself you know i know past me is going to want to collect everything uh every sp- specific line that i collect or i like um and that was just a dangerous path yeah i uh, didn't want to get into it um just because i know financially probably wasn't the best decision um but the year was it 2018 when infinity war came out uh let's see here like actually released in theater Endgame came out last year and so yeah that would be infinity war i think would come out yeah 2018. 2018 yeah um so i saw the line at i think hot topic or box lunch um and you know i got a state job and um you know worked behind a desk so i just figured get a couple to you know decorate my desk yeah and that's it mm-hmm. maybe 10 tops well it doesn't help that they're <laughs> just get a couple maybe it like 10 <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't help that they're like reasonably priced they're like 12 16 dollars exactly. little things yeah, and then after true. a while you're like 
Oh, well, because I, I, I bought some like of the Mandalorian ones that I got at Disneyland. And I was like, well, I might as well get all four of them because they're only like twelve ninety nine, And then you're just like, oh, well, that's how there they it goes. get you. Yeah. That's how they get you. Smart. Spending $50 on pieces of plastic. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, at yeah. least they look good. Yeah, yeah. They do. They do. And the new pops definitely look a lot better than the older pops, I will really? say. Um, so do you like the bobblehead or do you like the standard figure? It depends on the character. Okay. If it makes sense to be a bobblehead, perfectly fine. But okay. I feel like the ones that are just uh, a standard piece of plastic that doesn't move, those are the ones I tend to go for more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so back in 2018, I got uh, my first three. It was um, Captain America, Thor, and I want to say Thanos was the, the first three I bought together. You got big Thanos or you got the uh, That was standard. the four-inch one, just the standard okay. size. Yeah. Um, my actual first pop was a Ronda Rousey pop. Oh, okay. I got it for Christmas. UFC or WWE one? UFC. Okay. Yeah, you would think hmm. it'd be worth more, but... No, no, not anymore. Three dollar resale. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, damn, like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't really care for them at that time. It was a cool gift, but I just put it in a put it in my closet and never, you know, never took it out. Mm-hmm. But when the Infinity War came out, uh, ones came out, I said, you know what? I'm just gonna decorate my desk. This is something I'm I'm into. It looked cool. Uh, a lot of people around the office have um have Funkos just you know decorating their desk with different yeah. fandoms. Yeah. Um. But then I started searching Facebook for them. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. That's where you start getting down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it's either like, Facebook or Reddit. It's exactly, like, <laughs> yeah, and um, I talked to a couple of friends of mine that also collected them, and they, they introduced me to this page called uh, Funko Pop Hunters. Um, and it's a community board. Uh, you just kind of share specific um, pictures of your pop collections, uh, links to the ones that are going to drop or restock. And uh, one of the ones that I found was uh, Target at the time released a a Deadpool mermaid and it was in the uh the position where um Jeff Goldblum in, in Jurassic Park his like, oh nice. my god his, his wounded you know <laughs> yeah on the ground laying yeah down. with his like shirt open yeah but it was yeah. Deadpool in a mermaid version I was like that's dope yeah yeah so I went to go click the link and it was sold out uh, uh, on Target okay. and then uh, I went back to my local Target the one Ryan and I actually used to work at and mm-hmm. uh, they didn't have any so I just scrolled through the comments, and then I saw this girl post um, a picture with her Target fully stocked on the shelf, like 15 of them. Wow. So, you know, I just, I, I DM'd her. Yeah. And then I was like, hey, random question. If I send you money, like via PayPal, can you buy me one and send it to me? I'll pay for shipping. She's like, oh, yeah, I got it. Um, what? So I sent her, you know, uh, 10, 15 bucks maybe, or uh-huh. however much she charged. And then um, she sent it to me. Great wow. condition. And we actually... We're kind of like pen pals now, as weird as that yeah. kind of sounds. No, no, whatever wow. you, whatever strikes a friendship, really. It's actually a pretty cool friendship because yeah. we, we've we talked about Funkos just for the last like two years or whatever it was. Mm. Um, what collect, what things that we collect, what uh, what fandoms, things like that. And we built this friendship and we actually started sending each other stuff randomly. Like for her birthday, I sent yeah. her a couple. For my birthday, she sent me a couple. For Christmas, we sent yeah. this big care package. Which just like just a, random stuff. The, the tight knit community that really any fandom gets. Like even with video games, like you have that whole connection with somebody and you, you friend them and whatnot. And then this is just another way of that happening. Yeah. That you guys like actually have this connection of with this this type of art form. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. That's cool. Yeah, and and then she introduced me to the dark side of Funko. Oh God. Is this the raffle stuff? Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, they call it waffling online, and I didn't know. You what know that when term. it has a term, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, <and I laughs> You're about like, to sink a lot of money. And I was like, <laughs> why is everyone spelling raffle like incorrectly? Uh-huh. Like, it's spelled with an R, not a W. Yeah. And then I found out that basically Facebook, 
uh, will will kind of find you if you're if you're selling Got stuff. It. Okay. Um. So they call it waffling, just kind of disguise them. You know mm-hmm. the 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 act of it. Yeah. But essentially, what it is is it's online raffle. Um. A, to give you an example, the traditional raffle is ten tickets, one winner. Uh, but it's priced differently, and it depends on the value of the pop at the time. So there's a couple um, like third-party websites that um, that rank Funkos and their, their price and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The um, rarity, yeah. how how cool it is. Exactly. Kind of thing, yeah. So let's just say a Funko pop is reselling for about a hundred dollars. Okay. Um, and wow. that's that's cheap compared to some. Oh wow, <laughs> um, really? Yeah. Wow. So the person that's doing the raffle will charge maybe like an upcharge, like. Hundred and twenty dollars for shipping and yeah, you know, so that they can make a little bit of money. Exactly, yeah. So well, we'll charge money too, twelve dollars a ticket, yeah. ten spots for that waffle, the raffle, and then one winner, and they'll do it live via Facebook video. Oh, yeah. So basically, okay. what you do is you'll post it. Um, people will comment a number one through ten as their spot, and once it's capped, then you pay uh, via whatever they accept. Uh, PayPal, Venmo is probably the most popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook Pay, Apple Pay, you know. The and, different, the the very varieties. Yeah. Of things. So and this is how Facebook gaming is doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So once it it caps and goes live, um, the person that's running it will do a live video, and there's specific admins and, and moderators that have you know um, first dibs on that. Sure. Um, but you can essentially get a pop that's worth one hundred and twenty dollars for twelve dollars. Wow. Yeah. If you're lucky. Though. If you're lucky. But you could also sink like you have twenty, you know, thirty dollars into a pop. That was only worth twelve when it came out, though. Yeah, and you don't realize how much you're spending until you look back at your PayPal transactions oh, and figure out, like, oh, sweet, I just spent two hundred dollars in like two hours. <laughs> oh, oh my god, no! That sounded oddly specific. Was that a experience that you went through? Oh, or? absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Now, um, do you have any prized possessions in that though? Like, are any there that you won't ever? Give yeah, up? where you're like, nope, that one's staying in the box. So, on the shelf at my house. So I have currently about 130 pops. Yeah, no, Whoa. I don't got that. Um, and a lot of that put is... all those? They're all in the box for right now. I haven't um, kind of built a display or, or figure out how to actually you display them. glass cases? <sighs> have actually... You, have you seen that spiral one that people do? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it kind of like comes down like glass. The glass are like steps. And then they oh, put yeah. them in. Like the plexiglass. Yeah. Thing, and yeah. it's like one rectangle and it's usually like the height of the room and then it kind of like comes down. I've seen them. For me, they look tacky. Okay. Because yeah. I think it's just the, the plexiglass look. If it was oh, in a okay. case Got it. that was like wood finish, it would look a lot better. You'd like more of a nicer look to yeah. it. Like where people put like uh, porcelain dolls in <laughs> where it's like the, yeah. the more wood, like custom built stuff. Exactly. And, and one thing that I've actually found is uh, baseball bat cases. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, would there work. was a couple YouTube channels that I follow. Um, this couple, I think they go by. Um, can I say they're? No, we don't do shout out. Yeah, we just spent <laughs> <laughs> a whole episode on YouTube. We just uh, did I think I think they're called Nerd Therapy. Okay. Um, it's just Nerd. this uh, this couple. Be waiting for those royalty checks. Right. <laughs> yeah, they're a super fun couple, and they they collect way more than just Funkos. Oh, okay. Um, they collect like the bigger statues and things. The like stuff that. you'll see at like Gabby's. And yeah, like that, yeah, exactly. Uh, the ones that cost a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. But uh, they displayed their their pops or at least some of them in baseball bat cases and hmm. it's actually the perfect size for a four inch funko pop wow and yeah. if you turn it on its side uh and mount it to a wall you can fit i think anywhere from eight to ten oh so they're going this way yes oh okay yeah. i was thinking they were doing the the long way they have there's some people that do it the long way that keep it in the box and then yeah. put it in the baseball bat case mm-hmm. which i feel like is just 
unnecessary because mm-hmm. those cases are kind of expensive. Yes. They're, they're like 50 bucks, I think. Yeah. 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Because um, they're, they're thinking you're putting a $200, $300 baseball bat in there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that's how I plan on um, displaying mine eventually. I just got to figure out. I got to complete specific collections first. The good thing about and, those baseball bat cases, they're also, uh, I think they're supposed to be like element proof too. Where like there can't be dust or water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like because otherwise the bat would swell. So, yeah, if you have them in the boxes, it would actually probably protect those boxes yeah. a lot better. And with certain ones, I've seen people uh, put like a little LED light strip. Ooh, get fancy um, with oh, it. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, so, uh, for me, that just looks classy. Yeah, no, that would definitely um, be worth So, that's how I plan on, on um, displaying mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of the 100, you know, 2,530 that I actually have, I would probably say I only care about probably 60 of them. Okay. The ones that I actually want to keep. It's a pretty good collection. percentage yeah. still. Because going back to those Funko um, waffles is sometimes you win ones that you just don't care about. Mm. Um, you know, there, there's a there's a game called Grail or Fail, and that's probably one of my favorite type of uh, waffles because um, it's it's kind of a low risk but a high reward um, game. Mm. You know, the Grails is what they call it. it you know, it can be pops anywhere from two hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. Oh wow! It really wow. just depends on the level of. But that. it's random though, isn't it? Yeah. So they'll do like the main prize, the grail, mm-hmm. and then 20 fails. Ooh. So the concept of the game is um, they're going to charge, you know, anywhere from like 2 to $3 a ticket mm-hmm. or something low to pe- to gain interest. Um, but what they do is they'll, they'll lay cards on um, a table, one through 21. Let's just say there's 21 prizes. And the grail is listed under one of those. So you got to pick a number. Some people do, you know, pick two, your, your main and your switch card. Um, so if it gets down to those last two cards and the grail is under one of them, you can, you can choose to keep your original pick oh or boy. switch it's it like to the other one. Stay or oh, hit. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, like it's, it's straight up gambling. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so addictive. Oh yeah. That's oh, how yeah. gambling that's, works. Yeah. So addictive. And that's the dark side of Funko. And yeah. you know, I've, I, I don't know how much I've spent total on these, but I've, I've spent yeah. quite a bit of money. Yeah. I think I only have a couple Funko. I think we both have the same one that we got from PAX. The Marcus Phoenix ago. one. The Marcus Phoenix one and also that Cuphead one. I did not buy the Cuphead one. You that was a separate purchase. The, oh, the Marcus one came in the Xbox Gears box, I, oh, yeah. and then you bought the Cuphead one I did. separately. I did. Yeah. yeah, it's a limited edition uh, Mr. Dice one. He's got a yellow. It is on. a really cool one. I have not yeah. seen that anywhere. I think that was a PAX exclusive. Yeah, the that was uh, pretty sweet. The ones I have, I have the Mandalorian ones. I have an Ichiro one I got from his like Hall of Fame one or not Hall of Fame. Um, his uh, his Funko special day that he had at at, at Safeco Field. I think they call it like Bobblehead Night or something. Yeah, like that. but yeah, it's like it's just called Funko Night is what they call the because Funko actually puts on the event since they're obviously the this is the local team and the guy that actually runs Funko is a Mariners fan. So um, they'll have what's his what's the Funko character name? What's his like? Oh, Freddie Funko. Yeah, he he's there every Not time perfect. they do one. Uh, I also have an Edgar Martinez one. When that was from the Hall of Fame night, um, and uh, there was a couple limited edition ones, because what they'll do is they'll do like the mass-produced one is like there's like here's the standard one, mm-hmm. but then one in every five hundred is for Edgar. It was like a mustache one. He had like a mustache, and then there was a golden one, and that was for they've done it for Griffey, Edgar, and Ichiro, and yes. there's always like a gold one or a silver one. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so for um. For Griffey, uh, that one the the main the common was his Mariners jersey. Yep. 
Um, the one that was limited to, I think, a thousand pieces was his um, rookie. Yeah, here. it was. It has the old yeah, Triton the old, like mm-hmm. uh, uniform on it, and the one that I think they only made like they made twenty four for his for his number. Yes, um, it was bronze. Oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't it solid bronze, or was it? No, I mean it. Or he autographed it. It was something weird. He autographed a handful. Yeah, no. Um, and those ones are worth a couple thousand dollars. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. The most expensive Funko that I've seen in person, actually, at uh, ECCC last year, uh-huh. was um, Clockwork Orange. Okay. Oh. It was a specific character, and I was think... was it the guy that's on the front cover of it. I believe so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I forgot his actual name. Yeah, I don't. I've but seen that movie. It was a it was a chase version, uh, and I think it was glow in the dark. If I'm correct. Ooh. Um. So that re uh, resold for I think like thirteen thousand dollars. Jeez. Ooh. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. And how do you find out how much all this stuff resells for? So there's a there's a there's a website that I found. It's called a Pop Price Guide, um, and they. I don't know exactly how they calculate how much these are worth, hmm. but I know the the quantity affects it. So if it's one that's limited to a thousand pieces, um, that's pretty low. So um, what does a standard one usually go for? So like I mean, like mass-produced one is it usually just some ungodly number, like ridiculous number? I don't know exactly how much how much they make, but yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's way over like fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, to keep them at that standard price. Exactly, and those. I mean, all pops in general are going to sell normally for about ten to twenty dollars. Oh, oh yeah. really? Um, okay. Yeah, at, mm-hmm. at stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ones that are mass produced, they don't have a high resale value, mm-hmm. so they, you might profit like five bucks off of it. Yeah. But the ones that are con exclusives, um, the ones that are you know limited because they're a chase, because they're um, glow in the dark, metallic, oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Those are usually more expensive. Yeah, they're with Funko Pops. I always think. I mean, they're cool. But it's just more of like, I'm I'm glad I kind of walked away from figure collecting. There have been times where I'm like, oh, that's a really cool one. I gotta pick it up. Obviously, like when when the Mandalorian was still in its like first. I don't think Mandalorian even aired yet, and I don't know. Maybe the first two episodes did. Um, and when I walked into Disneyland, they had it at the front counter. They had the Mandalorian. Um, uh, they had the guy that said, uh, "This is the, uh, I've spoken." That, oh, um, oh, what is his name? I have them all in the room. I uh, and then I then the droid, the bounty hunter droid, and then the uh, the gal, the UFC fighter chick. Can't remember her name. Oh, um, what is her name in the show? Yeah, I I can't remember. Oh, uh, Cara Dune. Yeah, I, so I have all four, I have four of them. But the funny thing was, is like I saw the Mandalorian one, and I was like, you know what? I'll get it. I want to see what else is here. It's the first day. It'll probably be nope, gone. Never walk away from something at Disneyland. Never walk away from something that packs or at a convention because more likely it's gonna be gone yeah, the next time you, you walk away. It if it's day. day one, you get it day one. Don't come back if you if you happen to have seen it on the second day, then you'd be like, okay, cool. I, I got the thing I wanted and now it's you know but I do that with a lot of things where if I'm if I'm deciding like should I get this? Yeah. If I put it down I tell myself, if I come back to this and it's still here at the sign, get it. Yeah, see, that was what I thought about the Mandalorian. <laughs> Bad choice. It was gone. They had none. I looked all over the place in, in Disney. So I actually ordered that one. But I do have all four of them. Baby, the, the child has not come out yet, right? No, but it's uh, pictures are surfacing and they're yeah. making two different versions. They're making um, a regular four-inch. But it's kind of weird because um, his ears are, are way too big. So they're actually making it um, horizontal. 
instead oh. of a vertical box, which huh. is kind of kind of interesting. Yeah, they do um, that with some of the the bigger ones, like the the DeLorean one mm-hmm. with Back to the Future with Marty is in it. It's like it's horizontal. Yeah, and they're making a ten inch version of that one too. Good God, of the child. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why not, man? That's true. And that's, Why not? I have seen the Stay Puft Marshmallow one, and I've been very tempted to buy that one because so, he's like this big. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually have any of the ten inch pops. I just okay. feel like they're they're just ungodly. Yeah, like they're they're way too big for for anyone to really like have a collection. Yeah, of. like one cool eight. Like how big is your house? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've seen the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I've seen Thanos as the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, I think an Overwatch character was, they made an Overwatch Funko that was big. Like the one, they just don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about like the Pokemon ones that just released recently, um, they're making Pokemon f- now too? Yeah. There's a couple do. of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like um, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander, and Pikachu. Those were the first ones that they released. Okay. And Pikachu now, looks gross. It does not look good. Yeah. Do any of them look good? Squirtle and Bulbasaur and Charmander are fine, but they do make they have a new wave coming out that has um, Mewtwo in it. Oh boy, and it's actually pretty cool. Oh is boy. it? Okay. Is that is that going to be a big guy? No, it's a full oh. one. I'd buy a big guy of that though. Oh yeah, because he's he's known for like how tall he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the tennis ones just don't make sense. Um, mainly just because if you're looking at collecting, um, like let's say the Pokemon ones, the four inch Pikachu. Or let's say Charmander makes sense, mm-hmm. but a ten-inch Charizard, which they're—I don't think they've made yet, but I think they're going to. Um, like that should be the Charizard version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's why when they made Thanos, that I get a Charizard one like, for sure. That's I my would favorite. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the OG. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. I was a Squirtle. Guy. Yeah, you're a Squirtle. Guy. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't answer your question of what my most prized. Um, yeah, let's hear Funko it. is. So, yeah. so there's a lot of people that collect for the value mm-hmm. and. Right now, I'm not that person, and I hope I don't become that person. Um, just got because I think that takes the fun out of it. Because um, then it's just a money hustle. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like almost you know not it's like hobby. the sneaker game. It's you know people buy, sell, and trade sneakers for a profit a lot of times. You're not buying for the fact of I think that looks cool. You're buying it so that you can flip it. Exactly. You're looking yeah. at it as a dollar. And sign. I get it because going back to those waffles, um, I've calculated how much some of these guys are making, and they can make. Like three grand in 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 a, in a night, if they're active on on creating these waffles for people. Oh, shit, gotta make myself a new side hustle. Yeah, and I've thought about it. Um, you know, I still debate back and forth, but I'm not in it for the money as of right now, and I hope I don't because I, that's not why I started collecting it. Collecting sure. Funkos, I collected it for the fun. Um, so right now my favorite one is still going to be that that mermaid, uh, Deadpool. That one does sound pretty cool, just because it's it means a lot more. Yeah. Because that's how it kind of started my collection. If you take oh, that's it, that's the one that really—that's one that really got you into it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That and the Funko documentary, actually. There's a Funko, Funko documentary. documentary. Yeah, it's on uh, Netflix. I think it's still on Netflix. Oh, okay. okay, got another thing to watch. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Making Fun. Making Fun. Yeah, and it's a good, um, book, a good title. So I've liked the Funko Pops, you know, over the years, um, but I definitely fell in love with the company after watching that documentary hmm. because they they basically tell the, the history of Funko in general. Um, and they tell the story of people that collect them all over the nation and how much fun they're actually having. Uh, and it's a good lighthearted documentary. And at the end, they actually uh, have footage of the grand opening uh, Funko headquarters up in Everett, yeah. which was, I think, 2018. Yeah, it was right? pretty recent. Yeah. 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 Um, Kevin Smith was there. Yeah. Um, he loves those Funko. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite one right now. Um, now the you, one... Have you been to the 
the headquarters? Uh, I think twice. Okay. If I'm correct. Yeah. yeah, it's it's such a far drive though. Yeah, yeah, Everett's pretty far. Well, after you, because uh, we have a local comic book store in town, and Gabby has the hookup, and so she'll get like exclusive Comic Con stuff mm-hmm. that you're like, what? There's San Diego Comic Con. They're not. She's not flipping them either. She's yeah. given those to sell, and so that's where I know a lot of people that I don't know if you have, but uh, that go there specifically. To try and get those like mm-hmm. exclusive ones, because she'll just have them, and and people are like, wait, what? You can get this here? Because they don't know that you can. So mm-hmm. definitely a good place to like try and sneak in there. Yeah, because well, Funko, um, they'll make pops specific to a store. So you know, GameStop will get exclusives, Hot Topic will get exclusives, Box Lunch will get exclusives, ah. uh, and you can only get them there. So just when I saw it for the first time at Gabby's, I was like, wait, how did? How yeah, she'll have Hot they Topic have a stuff Hot Topic and exclusive? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And that's also how they get you too, like shopping at specific stores yep. for exclusive. I know Target was definitely like very oh, loving that. They on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they actually just released a, a Mandalorian one um that was a Target Ooh, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. And uh but there are just some stores that don't have a good uh like Funko experience mm-hmm. because you can either never find it or they're always damaged. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Cuz everyone's trying to rip them. Yeah, trying to mm-hmm. get them and sell them, so. Exactly. Um so I got to ask, I got to open up the floor here though. Is there anything that you guys wish you could keep? You you were collecting before, but you uh you can't anymore or you don't anymore. Is there anything you Ashton? I mean, not really. Did you ever collect anything before? I did. I collected Pokémon cards okay. back in the day. Yeah. Um that was like, you know, I grew up pretty poor, so I mean, Pokémon cards were hella cheap. Back then. They still kind of are. Yeah. They still kind of are. You get more bang for your buck with Pokemon now. Yeah. So, so I mean, th- there was that, you know, everybody would get their binders together and, you know, flex on each other. Like, oh, yeah, check out all the holographic cards I got <laughs> yeah, going on here. Yeah. Um, Do you still have the originals? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know what happened to them. I think my brothers tore them up or something. Oh, man. My, I had shitty brothers. Wow. <laughs> uh, the young little bastards always ruined everything. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I saying that they'll ever be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's really the only thing I really collected to that extent. Is there anything that you wish you could collect? Like, uh, Bitcoin. Like... <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have a mining rig though, so. Yeah. So there's not really like a thing that you've seen like Funko or Funko's the, cool. the hype beast stuff um, or like Supreme or something like I'm that. I'm not super big into the style of Funko uh, as much as like some other people are. Hmm. Um, I'm just not big on like the really fat head kind of look. Some people don't. Yeah, I know some people that get weirded out by the big eyes because yeah. they look like doll eyes mm-hmm. and, it, and people that are afraid of dolls. There's some creepy bit. looking ones out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, some of them are pretty cool. Um I saw a really cool Joker one. Um, got my, I got somebody that I think I got my uncle that. I don't know. You got me that Mickey one, the fan- oh yeah, Fantasia one. Uh, yeah, it's like Mickey on the wave from Fantasia. Yeah, when he's like Wizard Mickey. That's and, a big uh, one. Too. That is a big one. That's <laughs> one whole piece. It like sits. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty big. Yeah, but he's the same size. But it's just what is with him. He's like, what am I gonna do with this? I'm like, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, I just put <laughs> it behind my computer. So I <laughs> that's see it. Birthday. That's Wait, funny. Buddy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The things that I collect. Um. For a while, I was thinking of collecting consoles. I do have a lot of consoles. You do. Um. And they're like original form that I had bought with them previously, 
or that I've kept around. I, I, I feel weird getting rid of them because I'm like, yeah, but the, these, uh, these, I like these. I like the design of them. Like my 360 that I have now is actually the Gears of War one, and that one I actually bought later on after uh, my Elite had mm. hit the dust. But I only resell for like forty bucks now. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and at, at the point I could have traded it in towards like the one and stuff like that, but I didn't want to because I'm like, this console to me, Gears is like the reason why I love Xbox. So the fact that I have a 360 that is a Gears of War Xbox, I like having it around. Um, I have a PlayStation 3, the PS4, the One X and stuff like that, N64. Um, Funkos, I, I buy every once in a while only when they're like representing of something that I really like. And then for a while, I got into the Vinyl Nations that Disney did. That was rough because <laughs> they made a lot of those. And they would come out series after series after series. But they were rare. So they like would hold value, but they were so freaking hard to get mm-hmm. that it was just it, – it lost its fun because you were like, oh, uh, they've moved on to series four and I only just started collecting one. Because by the time you get back to Disneyland, you don't have them. They, they don't have them anymore. Hmm. So, um, but they were cool. I have a like a Mickey one, an Oswald one, and stuff like that. Uh, the Oswald one is rare because it actually because what they do is it's just a silhouette of Mickey like figure, and then they print whatever it is on there. So they'll do like theme park rides, and so all of them are like the Matterhorn, and they would be painted in a way, and then mm-hmm. on the bottom foot you'd see the artist that did it all. It was really cool if you like. I liked them because you would see here's the here's an artist they were tasked with here's the you got Jungle Cruise as your topic here's the figure go so they would have they would be contained in the box but the freedom to do whatever they wanted and that to me was really cool with like of how different artists can do different things with the same thing and just keep doing them over and over again since then they've stopped making those and now, uh, but the big thing that Disney does now is the pins. Those things are yes, ridiculous. And uh, there's so many, it's damn near impossible to get them all. Uh, I, I will go there every once in a while and I will see people that have the binders. And they'll just be sitting out in front of one of the pin trading places and they'll have group meetups. They'll meet on Facebook and say like, hey, group meetup on uh March 14th and then they all go and then they'll sit and like look through everyone's binders and things. Um, Disney has this rule where they are, are uh, they have to trade with you no matter what, like a Disney employee has to do that. And they'll have like a little felt Mickey head and I'll have random uh, pins on it and you could trade your pin. You just stick yours on there, take the one you want and then walk away. Hmm. Uh, Penny arcade, the guys who run packs also started doing their thing called Pinny Arcade, P-I-N-N-E. And so it's uh, where they they have kind of the same rule, is if you find a PAX enforcer or one of the people that runs PAX, they, will, they are obligated to trade with you. And sometimes that's the only way to trade with, to get that pin. Mm-hmm. If you wanted like a Tyco pin, you had to go and find Tyco to trade with him to get his pin. Or So that was kind of cool where you would, it makes it a little more fun and rare because you're having to find this person that's the only person that you can get it from. And I, I have since, since I've started my state job, I put them all on my back cubicle in like this cork. 
and I just stick them all in now. And so people walk by and go like, oh, that's cool. And to me, it kind of like expresses who I am, where some people put the Funko Pops mm-hmm. around their desks. It, you can see like I have video game ones and Disney ones and Universal Studios and all these different ones that they don't make anymore. But because I have a Universal Studios one that has all the Marvel characters on it, but it says Universal Studios, but it has Spider-Man Hulk and all them. So, so you're saying what I can do is I can go put a pin and take that one <laughs> on mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Is> <laughs> we'll, like, we'll see what happens. I don't mind trading them. I don't mind trading them. Uh, yeah. I just, cause I've had them for so long and some of them I've gotten from like 2012 and I'm just like, what am I going to do with these pins? I tried doing them as a kid and it just was really hard and they're really hard to wear. They are. Cause they're just, it's metal. So as soon as you get it like, weighs you down. Yeah. It, your neck starts to hurt and you're walking <laughs> around for six hours. No, it's not even a joke, man. That's why they use binders because they don't even want it. They don't want to mess around with them. No, there was. Uh, I went to Disneyland two years ago, and there was this guy with a jean jacket, a jean jacket yes. vest, and his whole back was pins. Yep, I've and it seen looked those awesome, guys. but I knew how heavy it was. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, he's that's, that's probably a like time. a full metal jacket. Right yeah. there. It's, uh, uh, Damn, I do save my Pax badges every year. I have them too. Yeah, I gotta get a shirt every year too. I do have every year. I go. I have those too. It's a must. You gotta get it like. In the first couple of days, otherwise they run out of large. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And XL. <laughs> XL is yeah, the very popular one. I'll I, I do the shirts thing too. I I started this thing of like when I go to an event, I try to get the shirt from the event. So Same. like packs, exactly. concerts. Uh, like I have the damn shirt. Uh, even though I can't wear it like very often, I still have the the Kendrick Lamar damn uh, long sleeve. And then um, you should wear that to work. <laughs> I mean, I could. <laughs> um, what else is there? Yeah, that's pretty much like. Oh, and then I just recently started getting these spirit jerseys. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of like. I guess that'd be my current clothes that I collect. Yeah, you uh, have a lot of those uh, those Disney long sleeves. Yeah, those are the spirit. Jerseys. Okay, that's yeah, what they call them. Where they have the big lettering on the back. I have a Disneyland green one. Uh, I have the Star Wars one, the Tatooine one, and the Pizza Planet one. So yeah, the Tatooine one's dope. Yeah, I, uh, they've started getting way fancier with them now because it used to just be the lettering. Now yeah. it's like they've started adding these like silhouette stuff. There's a mm. Hoth one that they just came out with too, Ooh. and uh, it looked really cool. It has like the big old ATATs on them, mm. and they're like the big camel things walking about, and you see the little spaceships flying around on them. That's uh, cool. Yeah, it's like white and blue, and so yeah, I think the last shirt I got from an event was the Jane Silent Bob reboot screening downtown downtown uh, i wanted to go to that but i was uh, I, I don't think i got tickets in time and i just i think i ended up working and man going home it was great out. yeah they were uh how was the movie the movie was awesome it's available yeah. now because the yeah. it is yeah okay so. yeah because uh jane jane silent bob strike back i've probably watched more than 30 times <laughs> the reboot was pretty good it's um there are some moments where it's you know it gets a little emotional um but uh, it wasn't planned to really be that way. Okay. But it was just because, like, the relationship that they have. Mm-hmm. So if you watch it, you'll kind of, like, they explained it. Well, Ooh, whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, they explained it afterwards and, like, told a bunch of stories about, like, uh, how um, Carrie Fisher was, like, kind of a dirty bird back in the day. Uh, you know, even in her 50s, like... Yeah. She's fucking awesome. You know, uh, <laughs> that's why everyone has love for her. Yes, dude. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Smith collects a lot of stuff of where he's like, yeah. I li- I listen to his podcast and there's like, he talks about all of he he collects like movie me- memorabilia, mm-hmm. and 
those are that's kind of the thing that I've always thought of like oh that would be cool to have like a cell from some movie that you uh, I know that they've they've sold like some of those Disney cells of like Snow White and those are like it's like the original cell from Snow White and it's obviously worth thousands of dollars mm-hmm. this little piece of film but has that any interest to you guys at all like collecting movie type stuff or uh i mean if it's something that i can actually showcase mm-hmm. I, I would probably get it if i was like again it'd be, have to be something where i went to an event yeah. and i could only get it so there. you're more of if i can show it then the collectible makes sense to buy yes because okay. if i'm not going to be looking at it why did i buy it fair enough yeah yeah, yeah. that's Kind of the same thing with me, um, and that's I think why I like fun- collecting Funkos because I display them. I there's a lot of people that actually keep them in the box yeah. and put it in like a hard case yeah. to display it that way. Um, I'm not that type of person. I like to take all mine out the box and display, it, and I think that's why I want to um, display mine in the baseball bat cases. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that you know have a whole wall full of Funkos in these cases, just just stacked on top of each other collecting garbage yeah i don't board and plastic <laughs> I mean, to, to each their own i just don't feel like that is displaying it and it's intended the, yeah the way it's intended to because it essentially just looks like you own a retail store yeah in your house yes that's fair yeah, um, that's kind of how i i take all mine out of the box yeah. like even the griffy and ichiro one or not griffy uh the edgar and ichiro one yeah. i they're they're out of their boxes. I will say that there are, there are some that I do keep in the box. Um, Probably ones that are worth money. <laughs> yeah, like let's see, one of the the lines I collect is um, the Funko ad icons, and they make different ad icons. Um, but the ones I collect are the serial ones, so the serial mascots. So I have like Tricks the Rabbit, oh, that's Lucky Leprechaun. Okay. Yeah. Um, the ones, the most expensive one I probably have right now is Tony the Tiger. Huh. Um, and that's. I know they have uh, 2K and Sam. Yeah, those those are probably my two most expensive um, pops. The the Tony the Tiger is probably valued at two forty. Wow! Whoa. And then the uh, two cans are like one sixty, if I'm correct. Do you, now, do you have any of those shiny ones, like, or you just have um, standard? The only metallic one that I have is the Game of Thrones dragons. Uh, mm-hmm. It came in a three pack, and those are all metallic. I think it was a GameStop exclusive where whenever it released, but I've won those. I won that one on a on a raffle. Hmm. Yeah, I remember. Um, they used to do something similar with like the amiibos for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Smash Brawl came out, or the one right before Ultimate, maybe that was Brawl. Something. Um, they I came out. Brawl was a, on the Wii. Yeah, I don't remember the one that came out before Ultimate. on on Wii U. I think was the one that everyone was yeah. like, I, "We got to get amiibos." Pretty like, sure that was Brawl on Wii U. Okay. Um. So. They came out with a golden Mario one, was metallic, mm-hmm. um, and it sold for like fifty bucks. But the resale was like two hundred and fifty on it yeah. online. I'm like, oh shit, I need to go because they got like six of them at Walmart. I get there, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, once people know great. what their um, what the resale value is, they're they're hunting. And they're pretty cool too. They are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people that actually collect those. I have lots of amiibos. I for- I forgot that Amiibo. I have those. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they actually give you something, and they're also yeah, you flexible. can use them. Yeah. You can use them. That was kind of my uh, I I did those for a while when the Toys to Life craze was coming out with like Amiibos, Disney Infinity, Lego Dimensions, and stuff like that. Uh, that was where I was like, oh, okay, these these kind of make sense to actually have because as a little kid, if I was like eight years old, oh, dude, I'd be asking for these things all the time because you mm-hmm. not only get a toy, 
You get to use them in the video game. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Um, Give you bonuses and stuff. And then when Disney Infinity flopped, which was the most successful of them all, <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> this isn't good." And then Lego Dimensions went away. And then I guess Nintendo still puts some out every once in a while, right? They're not. I think those are Amiibo. They're still making Amiibos, yeah, right? Yeah, they're still yeah. making lots yeah. of them. They th- come out with uh, I think I saw a couple Dark new ones Samus. almost every month. Yeah, Dark Samus looked cool. Yeah, the Smash ones are really the ones that uh, sell really well. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, but the I actually got uh, Disney Infinity just because I was like, okay, I want to. I like the art style to them. They're like kind of the art style is uh, more remnant of like the uh, the Clone Wars series that came mm-hmm. out. So I was like, oh, cool. They have you can play as, in Disney Infinity 3.0. They introduced all the Star Wars characters because they had just bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So now they're putting Star Wars, Marvel, and the Disney characters in. And they came out with a Boba Fett one, and you could only get him in the PlayStation version. And so his, like, rarity was higher, and because uh, no one would obviously... He's obviously valued higher because you'd have to buy the game to get him. And the Portal, which was, like, I think 70 or 80 bucks. Uh, and then eventually they sold him separately, and I was like, as soon as I saw him, bought him. So I have a Boba Fett. I think I have Thor... Venom, and he's a slightly bigger one, but they're solid. They're mm-hmm. like really heavy. Like they're, I think they're heavier than Funkos because they're just they're just a piece of plastic, mm-hmm. and then they carved them all out. But yeah, they're really good quality. But mm. they stopped making them, so that's damn another Disney thing they just gave up on. So, but yeah, I, is there any like clothes that you guys have collected? Going um, back to like the spirit jersey things that I do. So there was a time where I. Uh, I was getting into sneakers, okay. and I'm I'm so glad that I stopped that. I saw the Jeff Goldblum thing they did, yeah. so I think I feel I'm well educated now. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, 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 um, how was it going through that time? It was very expensive. Yeah, this think. was when I like started working, um, you know, get my own paychecks, and didn't really have anything to, you know, didn't have a lot of bills. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, what am I gonna do with this money? Cool, I'm just gonna buy some shoes. Um, and I was into like the sneakers, uh, like the Jordans. Uh, the Nikes, the ones that are, you know, $150, $200. You ever get any Yeezys? Uh, no, I okay. did not. Not yet, at least. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of glad I stopped that. I'm, you know, I don't want to say I'm a, a full-on sneakerhead right now, mm-hmm. um, but I will always have a, a love and a passion for them. Um, I just knew for a fact that I wasn't making, you know, good enough money to keep buying these shoes that I'm never going to wear or wear like once or twice a year. Um because for the most part, like I keep most of my shoes in my boxes unless it's like gym shoes. Um, so I'll clean them, put them back in the box. They hold their value more. Um, but they're also just easier to store. Like just put them all in a box, put them sure. in a closet. Um, and also going back to what you said about the collectibles, you know, you would only collect the ones that you can actually display. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I kind of stopped collecting shoes as well. Because if I'm buying a $250 pair of shoes and I'm only wearing them once a year, I'm not really getting my use out of them. They're just, you know, I'm flexing for like one or two days in the summertime and then put them back in the box. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of stopped collecting those. Uh, as far as clothing go, no, not really. Um, I buy, you know, concert t-shirts every once in a while, uh, con t-shirts once in a while, but mm-hmm. other than that, no. Hmm. Yeah, the the one shoes that I would totally buy if they were available were those... Um, Heelys? Yeah. Me yeah, too. Heelys are pretty great. Um, they have adult Heelys now. Yeah, I know. Um, Game changer. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> really, really uh, changes how I get around. Um, those, uh, I think, were they Nikes? I don't know. The Back to the Future shoes. Oh, yes. They were Nike shoes. Yeah, yep. those were fucking clean. Yeah. They do oh. make those, you know. 
Yeah, there are, are they super expensive though. Well, they're they don't like, make yeah, the like special thousand dollars. Yeah, they $3, don't. They, they don't make the special ones that you're talking like the actual Back to the Future yeah. ones, the Marty McFlys. Yeah, the Marty yeah, McFlys. They they don't make those ones. Those were released for a charity thing for Michael J. Fox yeah. Foundation. Yeah, but they do make that technology. Yes, that of the uh, the self lacing. Yeah, the self lacing stuff. Uh, Kofi Kingston. Whoop. Kofi Kingston wore them uh, for WrestleMania. I think uh, Nate was pointing them out, and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> so yeah, you would um, wear them all. Yeah, Nike has that technology in some of their shoes. I forgot exactly what they're called. I think they're Nike Adapts, if I'm correct. Hmm. Um, I know a couple athletes, are, um, you know, uh, sponsor them. Uh, I think Earl Thomas has uh, has his own pair, huh. if I'm correct. But um, I haven't tried a pair on. They look clean. Man. They do. They look are clean. nice. They, they are look very clean. Nice. Yeah. But I don't have the money to be spending the sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On and that's that's kind of why I stopped. I was like, this, this is, is like, very ooh. expensive. I better be like big balling if I'm getting shoes like that. Win yeah. the lottery, I'll get a pair. <laughs> Uh, I'll have them custom make me some Michael J. That's Foxes. W- uh, the uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, the Kofi's ones were custom. Yeah. They were custom made. I would get some customs made because they went with. They actually said like New Day on them and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. so we're kind of coming to last fifteen minutes here, and I I'm just curious to know if you had. If, if, I'm, I'm curious if you will answer the same way. If you had all the money in the world, you could. What would be the one thing that you're like, I got to buy every one of these? Damn. Ooh. That's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. Wow. It's a broad, broad stroke there. Oh, man. I think uh, for me, it's... Uh, oh, I'd, I'd probably go to my console thing. I'd try to buy all the consoles that have ever been made. I actually, uh, as a in high school, I was making like playlists of all these like... Okay, this is what this console looks like. So I'm going to go and see how much that is. And it'd be like... The, the older ones are actually pretty decently reasonable pricing it's just how to find them if they work if they don't work if they're yeah. so would you, you know, collect them for to use or just display i think i would use them obviously some of them i can't because they use the prong set that <laughs> uh, tvs don't have anymore there are ways around that now but uh i to to say that you have them i think is really cool i obviously don't have the room to do that but if i had all the money in the world to try and get all of them to have this like sort of a archive of all of these different gaming consoles of yesteryear that would be really cool it'd be kind of like a um a video game museum pretty much like yeah. i've actually seen uh, a picture a couple pictures online that you know this this guy has all the systems in the the cube organizer shelves yes i've uh, seen that and, and it he looks like, really cool yeah he lights it with led yeah in different colors um green for the xbox yeah like I've, that. I've seen that, yeah. and it's pretty cool um mm. there's a so going back to shoes, there's there's a couple guys that have um, that showcase their their sneaker collection in these plexiglass cl- cases. Um, Shoeseum is one of them. Um, I forgot exactly. I think they're in Vegas, if I'm correct. But sounds like of, a Vegas type of thing. <laughs> exactly. And um, so yeah, I don't know. I still don't know if I had all the money in the world, what would I collect? I would have thought it would have been easy for you with your Funko thing, but if that's kind of where I'm leaning now. Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Ashton? Are you thinking it's of, too you, hard for me? Yeah, it's too hard because. Um, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Could you narrow it down to like, if you could have like three different things? You're like, I'd choose top five. Yeah, <laughs> top five. Um, Make it a little more easier for you. Mine was, I, I'd probably go with like if I could have other options. Spirit jerseys are cool to have because they keep making them all the time. But I would go with um, one of them would be like all my old favorite growing up is like a like. Back when we were kids, all the awesome Cartoon Network shows, get all the collectibles for those. Oh, okay. That'd so be like cool. So like Ed, like Ed and Eddie, Courage the Cowardly Dog. The old like, toys for those? Yeah. Interesting. That'd be cool. Interesting answer, um, yeah. There are people that do collect those like old toys. You mean even like 
more specifically, a lot of people really love collecting Star Wars characters. Like those, those even those figurines that mm-hmm. were in the the just the flat cardboard and the plastic printing on it. And there was like I think back in uh, the seventies and early eighties, they would actually Toys R Us was selling uh, things that were like, yeah, buy this now, and then when we get it in stores, we'll give it to you, and you'd bring mm-hmm. back the thing that you bought and give them back this piece of cardboard, and then they would be like, okay, cool, and then they take the cardboard away and give you the toy it's like pre-ordering. It was exactly <laughs> that. It was exactly that because they were it was selling out so fast. Um, so yeah, that'd be interesting to like. Uh, like and, and, and I got I got three more that I can think of. Sure, uh, they're all video game related. That's fine. Um, bunch of all the official like Legend of Zelda collectibles, uh, and Mario and um, Halo. Okay, okay. Because uh, those are my three favorite uh, franchises. But Jesus, I can't talk. I got a mouthful <laughs> of molasses or something. <laughs> um, yeah, three favorite franchises there. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. yeah, I would say that Legend of Zelda. And Halo definitely are, are two of my favorite franchises yeah. for sure. Uh, I haven't played a lot of the the newer Zelda games. Um, Ocarina of Time oh, is still going to be my favorite yeah. um, of all time. Um, I liked the Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. I didn't get game to play board. those. Yeah. Those were fun because you had to, in order to actually fully beat each one of them, you had to play the other. Because at the mm. end of that first game, you got a code to use in the second game and vice versa. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty. A, wild. That's how they got you. Like, yeah. hey, here's a ten dollar game, but yeah. you had to buy both, so it's twenty. <laughs> You haven't played Breath of the Wild? I don't have a no. I I stopped playing video games as much um, in in recent years. I do miss it sometimes, but I just <sighs> don't have enough time of the day to to commit to it. Yeah, as fair, much. Point. fair point. But fair enough. Yeah, I think uh, after you know some thought, I would say Funko's for sure as of this point right now. Yeah. Um. I probably would like to go back and and collect some sneakers, especially the older ones. Um. Do old. Jordans go for a pretty good price. Oh, absolutely! Like the first pair, like as as anyone like sold like first pairs of Jordans. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. The, but with Jordan, they seem to to retro a lot of their sneakers. Yeah, because then it doesn't make any sense years. to go and back and like try and um, get those. You know, for instance, like you know, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite Jordans is the the Space Jam Elevens, hmm. um, and I think they've released it three or four times. Oh, okay. Um, and the ones that are released first, the first wave, I should say. Uh, those are are you know a couple hundred dollars. The 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 ones that um released a couple years ago, uh, those aren't reselling for that much. Okay. Um, just because uh, they make a lot more pairs these days. Seems like shoes are a lot more of a wild card situation. Like they could go for a lot, but sometimes they don't. Yeah, <laughs> it really like, just depends on the hype behind yeah. that shoe. Um, the ones that Jordan wore a specific game, mm-hmm. um, like those mean a lot more to people. Um, so that's why they're valued a lot more. Yeah. I tried the only shoe I ever like really tried to get. Okay, there were two. Was was those the Michael J. Fox uh, Martin McFly shoes? I tried to get in the lottery because it was a lottery system for it. And then the PlayStation shoes that came out. Mm. I think the ver- the second edition ones. Who has those ones? I can't remember who does. I'm not. I'm sure. not very. I'm fuzzy on basketball players. So, but the PlayStation. Uh, it was like designed around. I think the PlayStation. Oh, actually, 4. um, I think it was. Paul George, if I'm correct. Yes, that's right. Because yeah. he has another pair that he did before then. And then this one was kind of cool because it was like you could buy the 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 shoes and then there was a bundle pack that got you like two custom PlayStation 4 controllers, the shoes, and a custom backpack. 
yeah, think, like ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I think they did that with uh, Nintendo controllers too. Oh, okay. The uh, regular Nintendo and the Super Nintendo as well. Oh, I forgot okay. exactly who. I know Vans did uh, some Nintendo shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vans does a lot of collaborations. Yeah, there's actually reasonable to get. Like yeah. they did the Disney yeah. ones, they did Nintendo, Marvel. They did Marvel. Yeah, it seems like they have those. They're going for a younger audience, I think, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's cool is like on the bottom of the Nintendo ones, they said the game over. It was like once oh. you said game once over on each of the Nintendo mm-hmm. ones. Um, yeah, they just didn't. The reason why I didn't get them is because they just didn't fit my the games that I I like Nintendo, but it's not not my diehard thing. But there was some cool like Legend of Zelda ones where it was like pixelated Link and Zelda, and then the Triforce, and then it was just a pattern that kept repeating on them. Uh, then there was the SNES ones and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's shoes are interesting to see they if are. there was like is that's a lot of money into those. Mm-hmm. Did you ever buy any shoes that were like shrink wrapped? Like how those people like oh in the uh, the consignment shops? Yeah. No, I've been in a couple of those stores and I'm just like this. No, this is just bougie leave. as hell. I can't just leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think that's uh, that's a pretty good episode right there. We uh, we talked almost for an hour. It's eight minutes left here, so we'll wrap things up. Is there anything you do you want to shout out anything or do you want to um or do you want to no, say just, no? I'll hope to hope to be back for another episode. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> We'll see how this episode does, and we'll get yeah. back to you. Once if we you see the love numbers. Corey, make sure you hit the like button because we notice it. <laughs> Tweet it out. <laughs> yeah, share, share it. it like the plague. Share it like coronavirus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, well, actually, you might get more views because people aren't leaving their house these that's days. That's true. That's true. I did notice that our YouTube one was going up in Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, like, oh, fuck, I got nothing else to do. Yeah, oh, man, I ra- yeah, ran out of all the other <laughs> shit I watch. Might as well watch these assholes. Uh. Um. Nope, that's going to be it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you are listening on YouTube, make sure you hit the bell button and subscribe so you guys get notified when videos get uploaded. Go over to PrimalTarget.com. Check out everything that we've ever done over there. It's links to everywhere and organized in a way that isn't so fucked like the YouTube whole home screen that they have. Um, Ashton, anything you want to plug? Uh, doing anything special yeah, over there? Go to there? our Mixer channel so yeah. you can watch us live. Mainly yes. me, but you but know. you're also almost gonna hit a milestone though over there. Uh, are we? What? Yeah, didn't you say you were almost done hitting a certain level? Oh yeah, we're almost at 350 followers yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing, followers. we're going pretty strong. We're going pretty strong. Yeah. And we're at like 105 at the time of this video going up on YouTube. Let's see if we can get to 200 by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, yeah. tell your friends, you lonely bastards. <laughs> we need to <laughs> subscribe, share. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, guys. Uh, links are in the description, all for Primal Target, as well as Tyler Burkage. Uh, we don't, for some reason, we don't do it all the time, but Tyler is the one that is our uh, person that we, we use the song for. Uh, and if you want to go and listen to all of his stuff, his links are in the description below. He's Ours? famous now. He is. He's too good for us. We'll try to get him on the show one of these days, but he's very busy. I think he's on tour right now. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, go check him out. Go check out Steven Kerber. He does all the other music for our other shows, uh, but that's going to be it. So He'll be famous one day too. Yeah, he will. He will be. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it. Thank you guys listening you for guys. Primal Target. And we'll see you guys in the next video. Good night, everybody. Bye, Corey.